What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me. You could have been somewhere else doing something else, but you are here tuning in. So for that, I'm truly grateful. I'm super excited to have our fabulous guest today. Let me tell you about her. Erica Neville! She is an award-winning financial advisor who is dedicated to encouraging, empowering, and enriching the lives of women through financial education and implementation. So since 1998, when she was forced into bankruptcy after the sudden loss of her son's father, Erica will learn firsthand the importance of a woman investing in herself. She not only had to repair her credit, but her self-worth. By nature, we as women tend to take care of others before ourselves. So Erica encourages women to put on their financial oxygen mask and breathe life into and invest into themselves first. Erica holds a degree in business and has been the owner of multiple businesses, including an online magazine for women called Her Rising. And she also owns a bookkeeping business called The Bottom Line. She is also the creator of the Millionaire's Mindset Dream Big Summit, an event held for women business owners, entrepreneurs, and dreamers. Everyone, let's give Erica a big round of applause. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. So tell me more about how you help women when it comes to our finances. This is a topic that we try to avoid, right? Or society are kind of like conditioned us to to not talk about, to, you know, to shy away from, or it feels like there's a lot of shame involved in it too when it comes to money, right? So tell us more about how you help women. Yes, yeah, so I help women by shining the light on the finances. Just in my many years, probably over 20, 25 years or so at this point, I noticed that when I'm talking with women specifically in regards to money, we don't know what questions to ask. We, we don't want to seem silly. Uh, we don't want to seem as if we just don't know. And I tell women all the time, typically it's the woman who's running the household. So we've got our hands on it when it comes to budgeting, making those ends meet, you know, making sure that our kids are clothed, food is on the table. So we've got our hands in it already when it comes to finances, but it's just something when it comes to making that final decision on investing, uh, you know, and just how to really see that we kind of shy away from it and tend to leave it towards the men. Uh, but I'm here to just help women, just to explain to them to get out of not feeling bad or ashamed because they don't know. And I tell people, if you didn't go to school for it, the most likely you don't know, right? You can go, I can go online and, and, and Google, you know, how to take out my tooth, but that doesn't make me a dentist. And I don't feel bad because I don't know, right? I, I didn't go to school for it. So, you know, I don't get it by osmosis. And sometimes, you know, when we go online and we Google stuff, it just confuses things even more. So I just sit down and say, 
Whatever questions you have, just ask me. From budgeting to investing to just trying to figure it all out, I'm here for those sorts of questions. So don't feel ashamed. There's nothing wrong with not knowing. I love that. And that is like the first step of being empowered, right? The the asking questions. And if you don't know, it's okay. Right? There's no shame. And I work with Erica. So um, when it comes to my own finances, and she is actually somebody who works with her clients with a lot of kindness and open mind. And also, again, there's no judgment. It's such a judgment-free zone. Um, and is that what women are more scared of when it comes to finances? Like, um, what is that the fear, the biggest fear for women? Like, um, how people are going to view them when it comes to finances? Or is there another one that, um, that comes up for you and your clients? It's really that one that comes up, like, because it's usually men who are financial advisors. So what I get from women is they talk, one, either they're talking to the husband, the spouse, you know, even though both of you are there and they're just directing all the questions to, to the man, mm-hmm. you know, or they're just talking over our heads. It's like, I didn't go to school for this. I don't know. Speak in layman's terms, mm-hmm. laywoman's terms. You know, speak to me in a way that I'll understand. Um, you know, you can talk about portfolio ads and allocations and, you know, break it down for me. That's what I want. And when I'm speaking with women, it's that level of confidence. So just walking away, just knowing even just a little bit more than when you came to me, it increases that level of confidence. But those are really like the key things, Majette, when it comes to like speaking with women, like speak, speak to me. I'm a person. I'm sitting right here in front of you. And I didn't go to school to be a financial advisor, investment advisor, or any of that. So speak to me where I'm at. And that way I can be comfortable with the decisions that I'm making. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, so you're going to be speaking at our um, wellness conference. Yeah. Okay. So finances and wellness. You know, people are like, what does finances got to do with wellness, right? And then I think it has a lot to do with women's wellness, right? Being, you know, like knowing about your finances, right? And because that can also take a toll on our mental health. And if our mental health is stressed, then our body will be affected by it, right? So uh, I thought that it's amazing that you're going to be a part of our ninth wellness conference. I'm super excited about that. But then, then, here it comes, you threw in, threw in your topic, right? And, and your topic <laughs> titled, yes, fibroids and finances. So, <laughs> uh, and I know, like, uh, you know, you put, you, you explained this, that uterine fibroids affects 21, 25 plus million women between 15 and 50 years of age with a hefty healthcare cost to the tune of about billions of dollars a year, right? So tell us more about fibroids and finances, Erica. Absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking, like, what can I bring to the table, you know, when it comes to wellness? Because finances is part of a wellness package. And I know for me, um, just growing up, I guess I was in my, my early 30s, and I have fibroids. And just the feeling, anybody who has fibroids, is the pain associated with it and everything else that comes with it mentally and the toll that it takes on your body. 
uh, during that time period, I had to call out from work. I had to get uh, not the over-the-counter prescriptions, but I had to get a higher dosage of medication for my prescriptions. When you call out from work, now you're seen as more unreliable. You know, can I trust this person to advance because they're going to be calling out sick because what many people think is it's just a little a little bit of pain, but it can be debilitating pain when you have that. And my five boys were the size of a seven-month pregnancy. So just think, you know, I'm walking around and it's like I'm, I'm seven months pregnant, but I'm not. And just the the mentality that came when it was that time of the month, it was a horrendous time for me, right? So I was only wearing black. I can only wear black because I never knew what was going to happen. And if you have fibroids, you know what I mean. Um, and so the time out from work, uh, the questioning in my management mind is, you know, is she reliable? So that impacted my what I felt is so impacted my ability to advance. So it impacted me financially. Um, just the mentality of, of what's going to happen today, you know, like bringing a, a change of clothes. And, you know, whether it's TMI or not, but that's the realness when it comes to fibroids and finances and how it impacts us and the whole wellness package. So there's a whole lot of different avenues that we don't necessarily think are attributed to impacting us financially. Um, typically, it's, you know, the women who are caretakers. Uh, we, we take off from work to take care of our, our parents. We we have children. We take care of our children, our mates. And this impacts not only at that time, but Social Security. Because if you make less money, then you're going to get less in Social Security. And so that's how it all ties in together. Just the impact of Having mentally going through having a fibroids for myself, um, seven month, you know, pregnancy, that's how large it was. Um, but I did end up having a procedure and it shrunk it. Um, where now it's just the size of a four month pregnancy. And that's typically what the procedure I had, it, it cut it by 50%. But in still, you know, just having to go through that whole process and how it just impacts us financially and we may not think about it in the moment but in the long run people are making decisions based on how we show up yeah i know that there's so much power in that story right and the reality of like the struggle of you know having a diagnosis right and it can be fibers it can be cancer it could be something else but still like um like that is something that can affect, you're right, not only our mind, our body, but also our finances and how people view us, right? Um, and how work can, you know, we'll, we'll think about like, is this somebody that can, is reliable because they, they had to call out, right? And, but then that's not the basis of someone's worth, right? Especially a woman's worth in the workplace. So, and, and, I'm I'm happy that you're bringing this. You're shining a light in this topic, yes. right? We don't talk about fibroids. We don't. And there's a lot of women who's affected by it, 25 million women or more, right? Yes. Affected by fibroids, and we don't talk about it. Um, there's you know whether that's shame or whether that's not you know like um, something that um, education uh, around it, right? Like we we don't talk about it. So I'm glad that you are 
putting this out in the open and shining a light on it. Um, so yes. I appreciate you and sharing that story and the struggles that come with that. Right. And so what would, what, what will be the takeaway, the, the biggest takeaways that the attendees will get from attending your um, seminar at the conference? The biggest takeaway will be to continue to show up. Don't show up because it's expected. Show up because it's how you feel 100% to show up. Yeah. When you're having, when you're going through your time period with your five boys, and sometimes women don't even know that they have five boys. They right. find out through going to their visit and the doctor's like, oh, what's this? Mm -hmm. Right. And so just know that you're not alone. Yeah. Know that it's okay to let your body heal. Know that it's okay to still show up, you know, show up for who you are in that very moment and not be ashamed because you have to, to rest. You have to give your body rest. Mm -hmm. But just also know that at some point, other people are going to be judging you because of this. But know that it's okay. It doesn't impact who you are as a person. As Majette said, it doesn't determine our work. Mm -hmm. But just keep going. Just keep going no matter what. If, if you feel that you're, um, during that time, go get treatment. You know, if you're in pain, go seek treatment because it's, unfortunately, there's a lot of research out there for other things, but research in regards to why we even get fibroids and then uh, treatment for fibroids, it is in the very low bottom of research. Right. They're not putting a lot of research into that as to why we even get them. But just know that you're not alone. There's a community of us out there. We've gotten through it and we're, we continue to get through it and everything is going to be OK. I love it. I love it. There's always that positive spin that you put into things, Erica. I, I love it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and I'm super excited for um, our attendees to to attend your session and find out more about your story and how you got through that. And also how, you know, the empowering message that you're saying about showing up uh, and taking care of yourself first. Right. It's like this is not a joke. If you feel like this is something that's hurting you, bother you, take care of yourself, you know, and heal yourself first. Right. And then there will be outside forces, you know, like people judging um, you know, like, but for you, you got to show up for yourself, show up, and then things are going to be okay. There are Absolutely. studies, right? There are studies that are being done, research are being done, not enough, but right. And they need to be more prioritized because that is so true. So many women are affected, but then we don't know what causes it. And then yes. when that happens, it'll be like, oh, it's a normal thing, quote unquote, normal thing. But then no, it's like menopause. Right? Oh, it's a normal thing that everyone has to go through. It's supposed to be painful, right? But then... No, let's figure out the root cause and then, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there too. Stop it, sorry. <laughs> right, right. It affects us mentally, um, but we just know that there's there's other people out there. You don't have to go through it alone right. and find out what does other people do to get through. Yeah, and that message of you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah, just knowing that you're not alone is definitely empowering so thank you so much for sharing that uh, okay so we're gonna go into the fun part of our podcast interview and this is our rapid fire question so, 
<laughs> so this is why I ask you a question and you have to answer with one word or one sentence. Quickly. The first thing that comes into your mind. Okay. Are you ready? All right. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So who is a famous person you would like to meet dead or alive and why? Oh my goodness. Ooh. Oh, rapid fire. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Not a real person in life, but I'll take it from my favorite movie, which is The Matrix, and that is Neo. So oh, I someone who, you know, he did think that he was the one had to have somebody pour belief into him until he finally believed it himself, and then there was no stopping him. Yeah, I need to watch that movie. I remember liking it a lot or loving it, and then yeah. So, so you wouldn't want to meet Keanu Reeves. You'll rather meet the 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 Neo. <laughs> You know, too. <laughs> From what I hear, he's like this this greatest guy that you could ever meet. I heard about that too. Yeah, like he's 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 not only good looking, but he just seems such a zen and super nice. I heard. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would be him too. So bring me with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Where would you rather be right now? I think I know. Oh, right now. <laughs> I would rather be on an island somewhere. I love traveling. I love warm, beautiful places. I so I would love to be. I'm looking to get to uh, Banan. I've been to the, the Aruba and in um, Curacao. So I'm looking to go to Banan, which is the ABC Islands. That's my next place. Oh, that sounds lovely. Oh, my God. With this weather right now. Carol's was like cloudy and rainy and cold. Oh, I see you were going to stay somewhere warm, right? Because I know you love to travel and you love to go with some. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. All right. Our our next question. You ready? Yes. Here we go. What's your superpower? Ooh, my superpower. I've been asked that question before and I'm always stumped by it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to see my superpower today would be my ability to be able to just sit down and speak to women in a way that they understand and that yeah that's it just just in speaking with women and just in a way that they understand whether it's finances or running a business or something related to something that i've been to and through in the past that is a superpower yeah definitely it takes you know it takes a really powerful woman to be able to um, speak to women and help them, right? And navigate something, whatever the problem is, finances or whatever it is that you're an expert of. So that's that's freaking awesome. You're the best. All right, all right, last one, last one. Here we go. So you told me about your superpower. Now tell me what's your weakness or your kryptonite. Oh, my kryptonite? Potato chips. <laughs> oh, same. Oh, I, I, I like sweets and I know you bake. You bake the, it looks phenomenal. I haven't tasted it yet. The pineapple upside down cake, right? Pineapple stuffing, yes. Oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, right. But chips, right? What is it about chips that makes you so weak? Oh, my goodness. It's <laughs> just like the taste of it, the saltiness. I'm a salty girl. But I have started making kale chips and those are delicious. Oh. So healthy, yes. Take my kale, put my seasoning salt, a little bit of olive oil, put it in the oven and bake it. Delicious. 
Yes. Oh, that stuff is so delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something about crunchiness and salty. I mean, I, yes. I just love it too. Yeah. Like forget all the cake in the world. Well, maybe not forget it, but you know, but <laughs> <laughs> I love my good chips. I'll take chips all day long. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Erica. It's, it's such a, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, whether you know, it's a podcast or something else. Like you always show up. That's another thing that I'm truly grateful for you. Like you show up, not just for yourself, but you show up for other women too. You, you just you. always show up. And every networking event that I go to too, like you, you show up. <laughs> <laughs> I have been, you know, it's, it's funny because I made a decision a long time ago that I get to decide whether I'm going to be joyful or not. And joyful is not contingent upon any circumstance that I have. So I am always going to be joyful because I never know how my reactions will impact somebody else. And if I can just smile, that literally can change someone else's day. So I always try to bring the joy, the sunshine, wherever I go. And you really, you truly are a sunshine wherever you go. And that smile is one of the most beautiful smiles I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I love that message. And you know, in our pod- podcast, our we have our guests have the last words. So what parting message or words would you like to give our listeners today before we say adios? I would say show up for VCon, the wellness conference. It is going to be jam-packed with so many wonderful speakers. If you haven't taken a look yet, go take a look at the speakers list and just be there. We are all waiting to see you and we hope to see you there. Thank you so much, Erica. Take care and I will see you Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at divagirltribe. Become a member and join our Divagirl411 Facebook group.